This is the Talking Property Podcast, brought to you by Rewed.com, the home of WA Real Estate. Thank you for listening to Talking Property, the show in which we discuss all aspects of real estate. Now, here is your host, Harvey Deegan, together with our expert commentators, Rob Druitt and Rod Bryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Talking Property. And we have a couple of very interesting guests lined up for you today, and I'm sure you're going to find them very, very informative. The first one that we'll be speaking to is the CEO of the Fantastic Services Group, and his name is Rune Sovendal. And what they do is they prepare homes for occupancy. They clean them as clean as a whistle to the extent that you want, of course, people that are selling their homes. They also like people such as uh, Rune and his organisation to step in and uh, get the home tickety-boo for display. So Rune will talk all about his operation very, very shortly. And then in Agents Corner today, we're going to be talking to Michael Forzati. Michael is the principal of One Residential down in Palmyra, and he is clearly the most successful real estate agent in that area. So it's all ahead of us on Talking Property. We'll be back in a moment. Well, I think it's fair to say that we have a fantastic interview coming up right now. It's with Rune Sovendal, who's the CEO of the Fantastic Services Group. Welcome to Talking Property, Rune. Well, thank you very much for having me and having the time to talk to me. I mean, we're, we're in the midst of, uh, I think, what's going to be a very busy period for property, aren't we? Well, absolutely. Yeah, they're uh, walking out the door, as uh, so to speak, the homes on the market at the moment. Now, you've been in operation Fantastic Services for about, what, 12 years or so. Tell us about your business and how it started and what you actually Actually do well. It started about twelve years plus now. Um, I think it's been up to thirteen years now, or maybe even fourteen. About ten years in Australia, which is where we were operating. I mean, the business really came up about this idea. I had a property, and, and as you all know, when you have a property, is that um, if you're renting, then uh, you have to get your deposit back. I needed a carpet clean, and I went online and I said, like, I had to call three people. None of them actually turned up or told me the price. <laughs> and like, so you were cleaning it yourself, were you? To be changed. Exactly. No, this has got to be changed. I know that there's a lot of bid sites and everything else. You put your number in, you get X, Y, Z number of clicks, and then, oh, if you if you don't buy from them, they almost turn abuse at you. Up, so this has got to change. I was in the travel industry back then, so I came from you from the background of travel, and I'm like, I'm booking at a hotel. It was like, why can't I do the same availability and be able to book? And that's what the idea for Fantastic Services came up. And that's how we started. And very quickly, we, we grew fast organically and put more and more technology into the part of it. So it's a mix of a technology and a service company. And that's how we build it. We now do every service from, from handyman to gardening to pest control to pretty much everything you need for your property. Rune, I imagine you wouldn't have known this at the time, but I imagine given COVID, you would be very, very pleased with your decision to leave the travel industry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. That's a, it's what it is. I mean, I think we're looking at a year now where travel is going to be internally in each country, which means it's good for short-lived properties. It's good for what we call short-lived clean and Airbnb clean. These things change. I've always said, you, like when you invest in property, like you invest in everything else, you've got to diversify the portfolio of everything you do. I mean, business is the same. We do the same with our businesses, and that's how we manage to grow. Where are you based, actually, for the benefit of our listeners? Well, we're in, we're, we, our, our Australian headquarters is in Sydney, just 
just off, no, sorry, in Melbourne, just off Tehran. We run central operations out of Bulgaria, actually, which is quite an interesting part. It's where a lot of our call center and certain other things are done because it just makes it so much more efficient. I think it's worth this $15 million worth of technology in order to do what we try to achieve, which is you go in, you type your postcode, you type your address, and then you look at the availability, if there's someone available, how much it's going to cost, and then make the booking. We're also operating in the UK, and, and we've got a little bit of start in, in the US. And we're actually growing. In Australia, we're in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, and we're expanding at the moment. Sensational. So really, it's quite global. So for our global investors, it'll be particularly handy. So let's just run through some of the services, which I think is quite fascinating. So is it really like an all-encompassing service for the purchaser that on the day of settlement that everything's looked after for them? Have I got that right? Yeah, it's it, almost everything that has to do with property, and it's especially where we're strong. It's on the on everything for removalists. We're, we're strong on, on on the cleaning part of it. We're strong on the locksmith of changing the locksmith or changing the locks when you're moving home. So pretty much every service, and it comes under one roof. So it's, it's it's one company you're talking to. Not only is it online, but we also have a nice call center behind it, which helps with if something should be moved or rescheduled and so forth. So we we really try to live up to our name, which is fantastic services group. So it could work for both buyers and sellers. So like your seller, if your seller wanted work to be done on the property, they can gauge your services to coordinate it. Mm-hmm. And for the buyer, that they know that they'll come into the property, it's clean, it's tidy, all of the tenants have been evicted, including the cockroaches, <laughs> and you know it's all ready to move into. Yeah, it's what we tried to do was make it as easy to be a, a landlord, but also be, being a tenant or being a property investor. We tried to make it as easy as possible. It's almost every service. We don't do the estate agent part of it. We don't do the agent part of it. But everything else of do you mm. want to book a um, so-and-so, that's what can be done. And it's for both parties, both the tenants and for the for the property investors. What we've seen now, and this is what's happening with the demand increasing like it is at the moment post-COVID. The demand has gone up with, with almost 45% compared to last year. Um, and that's just pre-COVID. And the house price is rising in Australia. Rod Ryan speaking. I'm, I'm a bit amazed at what you do, to be honest, because here in Western Australia, what happens every time there's a bit of a mining boom goes on, we find it in property management very hard to get handymen, hard to get cleaners, hard to even get staff into our real estate offices because everybody heads north and goes and makes a fortune. You've got a pretty hard gig if I put it that way, to try to be ringing a cleaner from Bulgaria to be able to get them to go to a little flat down in East Fremantle or something. From Bulgaria. I, I'm, I'm just I'm <laughs> trying to be sort of half funny, but I'm just saying it's a big gig. I don't know how the hell you do it. I really don't. And then you're organising locksmiths, you're organising removalists and so on. That's It's a huge job. I don't know how you do it. And then let me tell one of the things that's slightly different from some of the other things, and it's one of the things because we have the same problem in, in the UK and London, but there are peaks and there are booms. Now, imagine that we have availability of everyone on, who's on our platform or on, in our company. Imagine we have the availability. And this is where it's slightly different from the other companies who, whether you go out for a bid, they will go out and say, oh, well, the price is not good enough and I've got another offer. And 15 minutes later, you've got yeah. another offer. One of the things we do is, is first of all, it's a franchising business. And that makes it higher quality because people are, are owning their part of it. This is what's interesting. So mm-hmm. it, it's that. But on the other side of this, because we started, let's say, in the hybrid time of where franchising traditionally was, was selling a, a business, where we merged that with a platform idea. So our business is slightly different. Yes, we will have some availability problems, but where um, some companies will need 25 cleaners to do something, we might only need 15. 
the whole idea with having this online sort of centralized system that controls most of it is that we can optimize during the day and also we can do search pricing and we can do the opposite of search pricing saying like, well, if you want to have it on Tuesday, you can have it done. If everybody wants it on the first, on the Friday, on the last end of the month, you know, guess what? We'll show you that we're not available rather than saying we're available mm-hmm. and not turning up. And I think that that alone spreads our workload out a little bit more because we're all in it together. I mean, we all know their peaks. Had a had a big big thing in, in the UK as well. We've had in Australia and I said the same with the mining towns. And that suddenly everybody moves in at the same time. It's open. You've got three thousand employees. Guess what's going to happen? Mm. Everybody wants the same thing at the same time. But what we've seen is by by being open about what our books are, being open about what our availability are, and, and moving the pricing to say less are popular rather than cheaper, we can spread that out. Now we're never going to be perfect, but we're going to be a lot better at managing that. That's been my focus okay. on it. There's an organisation in Australia called Jim's Mowing. It started off as they then did franchises and they do Jim's carpet cleaning, they do electrical, they put up television antennas, the whole thing. But they're all individual franchises of that particular type of thing that they do, whether it be mowing lawn is one thing and another one might be electrical. As I understand it is the fact that your franchise is like that, but it's over the whole spectrum of everything to do with property, from cleaning to, to putting up a television antenna to changing locks is is that how I understand it? So your franchise people are fantastic services group that then, in effect, cater for all of the different services. Is that how it works? Or? Yeah, it's how it works. It's not all the services we do. I mean, that's what I said. Like, we, we try to focus on the ones that's got volume and where we can serve it. I mean, we're well aware of gyms and also how gyms operate. What we do with our franchises, we try to even out the jobs a little bit more which makes, as I said, if the availability isn't there because it's one person who owns one area, then guess what? There's only one person who can serve it. We try to split it out a little bit more. So it's it's, it's a slightly different franchise because we've seen that in urban areas and in peak areas, then that model doesn't work. And that's what we've changed. So we've really modernized the way it works, um, which is also why we're winning quite a lot of franchises from um, other Australian companies. Rune, thank you very much for your time and continued good fortune for your organisation and thank you for joining us on Talking Property. Are you looking to buy, sell, rent or find an agent in WA? For all your property needs, visit rewa.com, the home of WA Real Estate. Rewa.com can help you find your next home with all the latest properties right at your fingertips. For all your property needs, visit rewa.com, the home of WA Real Estate. To find the right local agent, use rewa.com agent finder to search and compare real estate agents in WA. For all your property needs, rewa.com. We at Talking Property are indebted to rewa.com, our major supporters. Agents Corner Time on Talking Property and we're heading down to Palmyra to One Residential and we are speaking with Michael Forzati who's the principal of One Residential. Actually he's in the studio with us. G'day Michael. G'day Harvey, how are you? Good. How big is your real estate operation down in Palmyra in terms of staff and that sort of thing? Yeah, we have a staff of around 20 to 22 staff on a regular basis so a good sales team and a very, very good property management department as well Mm. and it's all residential. And give us a bit of a background uh, or into your background in the industry. How long have you been involved? 26 years this year, Harvey. Wow. Yeah, so a bit of a... It's Rob, two life sentences. A bit of a dinosaur, aren't we, Rob? <laughs> yes, um, right. Yeah, so it started when I was 18, 19 years old as a cadet. I was one of the first Ray White cadets in Perth, uh-huh. and I think I was being paid $75 per week. 
and that was purely for letterbox drops. Gosh, you got fit anyway. Got very, very fit, yeah. So I <laughs> started as a cadet, did that for about eight, nine months, and then established myself as a sales representative. A then, good firm, good group to start mm, with. It was Fantastic amazing. with was their it? training and everything. Ray White, well known. Yeah. yeah, very, very good start. So I was very, very yeah. fortunate to land on my feet with that and then spent the next... 12, 14 years as a mildly successful rep while I was uh, also being a student of being a real estate owner and, and trying mm. to learn and soak as much as I could from other real estate owners before I went out of my own. What made you settle on Palmyra as your home base? Well, it's a long story. I'm actually not a Palmyra person, but I was driving my little Datsun Sunny as an 18-year-old. <laughs> I went to went to nine offices and got rejected nine times. <laughs> and the last stop of the day was this little office on the corner of Petra Street and Canning Highway. And I went in. And they said, we'll give you a job. And that was just as Ray White started in, in WA at the you time. You were always going to be a good real estate agent because you handle rejection well. I had a thick skin. <laughs> thick skin at a very early age. So yeah. your current premises is or was a Ray White uh, not the current premises. We just moved down the road oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, originally, yeah. we were on yeah. the corner of Petra right. Street. Now, we're opposite the Leopold Hotel. So, Michael, I normally see you at the Rewa.com Awards, and you're always up there as number one. I mean, you've consistently done it year after year, and when we spoke a little while ago, when I asked you to come on the show, you said that you might have been a little bit, well, you didn't quite say you were washed up and finished and had enough of real estate, no. but it's been a long haul the last five, six years, take out 20. And then, just as things were improving, all of a sudden, the pandemic came along. And then you might have thought, that's it, I'm out of here, finished in real estate. And then it's all gone in a completely opposite direction. It's been fantastic. It was an amazing experience to go through. You know, that first few nights of COVID, we, we had some sleepless nights looking at yeah. who we're going to keep, which mm. staff can we actually we, hang we on were to. exactly the same. That's right. Literally, I think about two weeks later, it actually went the other way. It, it literally switched straight away. We haven't looked back. It's been flying. It actually reminds me a lot of 05, 06. Mm. That lead up to the boom then. Yeah, but the difference is now is that technology has made it so much faster and frenetic and pacey. And it's just, it's an an amazing time. A lot of agents have never experienced this kind of market. They're just going, what is going Going on? on. Mm. They can't believe it. And the amazing thing too is that it's right around the country. I mean, it's not just, it's unusual for all of the ducks to line up all the way around the country because normally our market has been counter-cyclical. East Coast is up and we're down and vice versa and also regional areas. But I guess it's that combination of, lack of stock right across the country and very low interest rates and then you've got the COVID factor that people are valuing their house more than ever and wanting to have a decent home. And I think also Perth's overdue. We've been, we've oh, been, well sitting, truly, yeah, we've been sitting ducks for about 10 years so mm. we're, I think we're just mm. playing catch up. I think this is the start of it. It was only a f- few months ago, literally, that Perth median house price was only just slightly above Adelaide and Hobart was still above us. Mm. So we've got a way to go yet and we've certainly seen that in the market. Now, Palmyra, you might have just sold probably 50% of the suburb. <laughs> Pretty much. There wouldn't be a street a there. More. So it, more than 50%. <laughs> so isn't it funny when you know a suburb and you've sold so much in that area that when people say, oh, I live in Palmyra, and you go, oh, uh, which street? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, which number? <laughs> and they look at you a bit strange. Oh, I am a real estate agent. I know the area. It's literally 25 years in the same area. So there's been a, a people might call it a market dominance, but there's been a, a very, very big push year after year to continue that dominance. I suppose now I'm evolving as a business owner with a large staff and now a very, very successful dominant sales team. Very, very recently, they all took out a war they all own the suburbs they're basically working in they're doing very very well so my job now is evolving yeah so it's it's more of an evolving role for me now but I still get a kick out of selling that's that's the hard part for me I actually enjoy the process still. You 
Palmyra, of course, that's your core. But what other suburbs do you radiate out to? We're quite a unique business. We've got uh, the Palmyra Marketplace, the Melville Marketplace, the Booragoon Marketplace, the Willoughby Marketplace, the Bicton Marketplace. I've also got an amazing agent called Shane Beaumont, who is WA's number one agent right now, and he actually works in Gosnells and Harrisdale. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen that. Yeah, very Shane good. joined me nine years ago. He was kind of just flowing around, just working all up from Yantrip down to Mandra, and he said, well, I'm going to focus where I grew up, and he absolutely dominates mm. using our brand, and he's miles away from the office. No, well done. No, I'm a bit of a fan, to be quite honest. I've seen what you've done there, and I know my business partners talk very favourably of you as well. Yeah, well done with what you're doing. question for me is, what do you see ahead for yourself? Are you all revved up and ready to go for the next five years, or are you... Another you know? 26 years? No. Yeah. I don't know about 26, but no, yeah. good question, Rod. I think, I think about it all the time. Yeah. I think, you know, succession's also something which is on my mind frequently. I still feel young. Mm. And I think that the energy I've got right now to, to lead the team for another five or ten years is definitely there. Will I be selling as much personally? Probably not. The evolving for me is to become a, an amazing mentor to a great team of, of sales reps. Yeah, fantastic. Now, yeah, well done. Just expanding on that, there's been a lot of changes in real estate over the last, say, or the 26 years and the similar time that I've been in the industry as well. And we've seen this trend go from that traditional real estate agency, which was two principals, five reps and 250 managements, to a whole different model where you you need either you're a big player where you're on the shopping list with most of the transactions for people or you're a boutique agency. What other trends do you think will happen in real estate over the next five or ten years? Yeah, I think the, the modern agent has to be very, very fluid. I think that there's no kind of sense of you're going to be stuck in one location or you're going to be looking for the flashiest office. So I think the modern day agent has to be, they've got to be very, very young. They've got to be fit. They've got to be energetic, they've got to be highly motivated, and they've got to develop thick skins very, very quickly. And social media is also changing the way an agent evolves and how they promote themselves. Compared to 20-odd years ago, we used to look forward to seeing a column in the paper on a Saturday. It's becoming a very, That very was your promotion, wasn't it? That mm. was it. That was it. People mm. would see you once a week, but now it's a 24-7 revolving door in terms of social media and the presence they put on themselves. So, And who knows what technology is going to come along as well? It's hard to pick. Very, very hard to pick. I was at one stage sort of a bit wary about the fact that real estate agents would lose their commissions in the sense that people would be able to just put their do property on the internet and do it online and all the rest of it. But that, that just hasn't happened, has it? I just feel that people are prepared to pay the Michael Fazardis of the world to handle their negotiate property, the deal negotiate it and do it properly and, and so on. And it's good that we've got, I'm not trying to pat you on the back either, Rob, but you're a bit of a champ. Well, people, like, people like <laughs> yourself are worth a co- No, no, really, they're worth a commission. Now you're backed up by, you know, the photography. Real estate agents are doing some fantastic work. I mean, you go onto these sites and you see floor plans, you see videos, you see photography, you've got drone shots <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because we've had a fellow in here once before who told us that they had a $50,000 drone and it disappeared. But anyway, <laughs> but but seriously, some of the some of the way that people can promote their properties now mm. is absolutely fantastic and so you should take advantage of a good agent that is there to be able to really finish off the deal and do something pretty spectacular and I think that's what's well, it's happening. Ch- it's changed over the last 20 years, hasn't it, Michael? It's mm. not, we're not just negotiators anymore. No, we're not. And I think what Rod's saying is very, very true. The actual modern day agent actually works a lot harder than mm. I remember working 25 years yes. ago. The amount it's of work they do in terms of the complications with marketing and the oh. setup and just the, the flow of what a client expects in the modern market, mm. is, it's amazing. So there's a lot more pressure on agents. It hasn't changed. Listings are the winners, but at the end of the day, you've got to do so much more work to get the job done. Michael, it's been terrific having you here in our Talking Property studio, and we hope you will join us again on a future edition of our podcast. Love to. Thanks, Harvey.
Oh, boys, that was fascinating. Rune is an interesting character, isn't he? He's got a very interesting operation. Very much so, yeah. I, look, I would think somewhat challenging, but yeah. at the same time, uh, this is the new age, isn't it, where we're mm. seeing online businesses that are able to coordinate everything for people, which is making life a lot easier, or, supposedly. He's also yeah. made it an international business as well. Yes. <laughs> he has. Oh, he has. And it's obviously a cost involved in getting your house spruced up for either sale or when you move in to bring it up to speed just before you move in. Do you find in your business, Rob, particularly, that people try to cut corners and try and do their own cleaning to their detriment? Uh, yes, can happen, very mm. much so. And there's an expectation too, I think, with buyers when they buy a property. And the strange thing is that when you buy a property and it's a rental property, there's very clear rules when a tenant moves out and the and the carpets are cleaned and so mm. on. And it's not necessarily the case with an owner-occupier. It's presumed that they will clean it and do the right thing, but not always the case. Yeah. It's the old story, Harvey, and that is my clean's better than your clean, if you know Mm, what I mean. There's always a dispute, you know. Mm. Well, Michael, he knows his onions, doesn't he, down in the uh, Palmyra and... uh, and, Seasoned professional. Yeah, and he radiates out, we heard him say, all the way up to the hills. And now he's very much a leader in his field. I mean, he started mm. as a cadet and has worked his way way through. And now he's espousing that knowledge. He's a lovely chap and he's ah, done so well. It's mm. fantastic. He has. He's traded in the Datsun Sunny and he's now got a moped. <laughs> exactly. He's, he, no, he's a star. He should have kept that Datsun no, Sunny. He might be yeah, worth something no, now. No, he's a, he's a star and he deserves everything he's got. He's, he's terrific. He really is. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Talking Property and that you'll join us next time on our Talking Property podcast. Now, if you would like to join us on Facebook, just search for Talking Property Podcast. Our website is at www.talkingproperty.net.au. And you can listen to us on several podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Anchor. And remember, if you want to learn about the Western Australian property market, just go to rewa.com for the best available information. Thank you for listening to this podcast of Talking Property with Harvey Deegan, Rob Jewett and Rod Ryan.